Hello, my fellow human, on this walk of life. At the time of filming this, it's October 30th, the day before Halloween, which also happens to be a full moon, which also happens to be a blue moon, and uh, just days before our election uh, in the United States. Even if you're not a citizen of the United States, you may want to hear this because this is bigger than the United States of America. Um, and yet, this crucial moment we're coming up on requires all of us to pay attention. Especially those of us who have the power to cast their vote in this country. Why am I taking the time to do this? Um, I've thought about this a lot over the last few months. I thought about taking a moment to speak to my fellow brothers and sisters and uh, wasn't sure if I was going to or not. And in the same breath, I have already. Um, I have uh, recently and in the last year uh, put out something called 1776 Now. It's time for our, our American revolution, evolution, and uh, put a lot of love, a lot of heart, a lot of soul, a lot of science, a lot of philosophy uh, in a collaboration with my father, Ashok Gangadeen, um, to help us get to the deeper meaning of we, the people, and the, the most profound principles upon which our lives are based, and our and our our righteous stance stances that we take in the name of equality and liberty, freedom, and we 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 like to tout these as unassailable rights and and truths for all human beings, and yet. Many of us don't even understand why. Because in the same breath, the same person who would say, absolutely, we're all created equal, might in the next breath say, but it's all opinion. I have my opinion, you have your opinion, we all have our opinions. And it's a glaring contradiction. Because if you say that we're, it's all just opinion and everybody just has their perspective and there's no truth, there's no unifying truth, well then the, the truth that we're all equal and that we deserve freedom, liberty as a human right can be unplugged as an opinion as well. So we don't get to cherry pick here. We don't get to cherry pick when freedom works for us and when ultimate truth works for us in our argument and then, uh, and then contradict that in the next breath when it works for us. We have to stay true to truth. When seen in this light, we can understand why this coming election is life or death. Not just for Americans, but for everyone. All peoples across the globe struggling for what we, we use the code word democracy, but democracy in a way doesn't seem to encompass the 
the, the scope and breadth of our humanity on all levels, personal, communal, global, every aspect of life, our thoughts, our feelings, our physical wellness, love, family, environment, money, all of it, all of it is under the jurisdiction of these self-evident truths that we take for granted, let's be honest. Many of us, if not most of us, take it for granted. What does that mean? It means you don't even think about it. You're just carrying on with your life and whatever has captured your attention as that which is important to you and to help with everyone else. For the most part, I mean, if, if we're really honest with ourselves, many or most of us at the end of the day are thinking about me and mine, my family, my immediate friends, my interests. We may like to say that we, we care about the whole, but, but do we show it? Do we act it? Well, the vote taken in this light, the election, is a metaphor, a very real and pragmatic metaphor for what we're doing all the time in our life. We're always voting. These moments bring into relief the agony that we're feeling within ourselves and as a people. It brings out the agony, the, the antagonism within our very culture, this, this land of the free, home of the brave, we the people, united we stand, indivisible, one nation, under truth, with liberty and justice for all. Are we? Are we? Well, I would say that we have the opportunity to prove it. I would say that we are at the cutting edge of a 250-plus-year experiment that belongs not within the borders of the United States of America, but to the whole planet, to all of humanity, culminating in this what could be a grand, triumphant breakthrough and victory of we, the people. But we don't have it automatically. Some of you watching this have already voted. Some of you watching this intend to vote between now and Tuesday or on Tuesday. Part of the incentive for me making this video is to reach out to those of you who maybe just don't really feel like it's in your interest or that it doesn't make any difference. You're jaded, you're cynical, you're hurt, you're disenchanted. And I understand. I used to feel that way too. So knowing, knowing that I'm coming from a place of understanding that sentiment, that feeling, and that, that action of, you know, doesn't even matter. And you know what? I'm so tired of countries. You know, my, one of my favorite songs, John Lennon, Imagine. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do, nothing to kill or die for, and no religion too. I understand that feeling. 
I understand why many people would come to that. But let me give you an, a story, a brief story about my history as a yoga teacher, as an example, as a metaphor and an, an analogy for this. I started teaching around 2001. And by the time, and I was guided, despite my, my uh, literal yoga training, in other words, the information that I acquired in my training and then regurgitated uh, as a teacher, I always felt as though there was something wrong with it. And in terms of the way that yoga was being delivered, the way that yoga was being taught, the way that yoga was being talked about, the way that yoga was being popularized and conveyed and turned into a fad and cheapened and made superficial and shallow. And I got to a point some eight, nine years into my teaching where I said, I don't even want to call myself a yoga teacher anymore because I don't, I don't want to be associated with what this it has become. It's, it's embarrassing to me even, I would say, to, to participate in what I really feel is a violation of yoga, a cheapening of yoga. And if that, this is what being a yoga teacher means and I want nothing to do with it and I want to take away that, that title. But then it struck me how much of a crime it would be to give up on what yoga really means because it is in fact being hijacked by people who do not understand it and who are usurping it for their own ends, cheapening it, even if innocently and ignorantly. To, to give up on the name yoga and yoga teacher would have been to admit defeat not for myself and for my own personal ego, but for, for the mission that is bigger than any yoga teacher, the yoga that is bigger than any yoga studio or yoga style. The yoga of yoga deserves to be stood up for and represented, even being extremely overwhelmed in numbers by the, let's just call it the ego yoga or pop yoga world. The reason I'm bringing this up is because our history as Americans gives us plenty to be disenchanted with the, the name America, American, United States of America. You can see, when you see the hypocrisy, when you see the malpractice, when you see the corruption that is objectively there, when you're on the receiving end of the imbalances, you know, in terms of getting the shit end of the stick, to be blunt, how do you, how, why would you keep your, your, your spirit up, your hopes up? Why would you vote? Why would you care? I understand. I get it. But that is to let all of those violations and violators win. I'm going to share a song at the end of this 
video. It's a song you've heard before, but I, I hope the way I sing it helps you hear it for the first time. I want you to take back America. I want you to take back the USA in your mind from all those who have violated it and who are violating it. For all those who wave the flag in the red, white, and blue and regurgitate our founding principles to their own ends. I want you to take back that red, white, and blue. Take back the flag. Take back the United States of America. First in your mind and then at the ballot box. Take back the vote. The vote does not belong to the people who are trying to shut it down. The vote is bigger than a Republican Party or a Democratic Party. The vote is bigger than the ballot box. You're voting all the time. You're voting right now. You've never not been voting. Every moment is a vote. You're casting your vote with every thought. Freedom lies there. A lot of people, dare I say most, don't have freedom there. Their thoughts are automatic. Their thoughts are pre-programmed. They don't have agency about what they think, and therefore they are thunk. <laughs> They're sunk. They're is no choice to think otherwise than the way that they've been told to think. How can you vote freely if you can't think freely? Think of Bob Dylan's, rather, Bob Marley's. Bob Dylan's another example for sure in his songs. But Bob Marley's song, Redemption Song. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. That's what we're all looking for, guys. We're looking for freedom to be. We think that means being able to move our bodies where we please and land where we please. Yeah, that's important. But you can have that freedom and still be enslaved mentally and therefore emotionally, rationally. You think you're choosing freely, but your choices are pre-programmed. Your mind and every, every little synapse that happens within your brain is just part of a domino effect. Unless you vote up, unless you human up, unless you wake up to the vote that's happening all the time, right now, you think that reality is just coming at you as though you have nothing to do with it. That's a vote. You're voting for automatic reality. You're voting to act as though you're not participating when you've got your mind all over everything that you're perceiving. Every bit of information you receive, no matter how neutral it seems, is going through your filters, it's going through your mind. You're voting, but it's on autopilot. Like, a, like some kind of software that just runs automatically. I'm asking you to get woke to that. Stop taking it as though you're not interpreting. 
Stop taking reality as though you're not interpreting. That's where the vote lies, guys. Getting conscious of your participation in the co-creation of this reality. That's the space of the community, of the polis, of the people, we the people. So if you get 330 million people, let's say, in United States of America, all on autopilot, are we free people? Do we have a community, really? Well, clearly we don't. We're, we're splitting right down the middle. And the tension is growing bigger. And the stakes are growing higher. There's never been a more glaring choice literally displayed before our eyes than the candidates we're choosing from in this election. But what I'm asking for you to do is to not put the vote first, the ballot box first. I'm asking you to vote. I'm asking you to go to the ballot box. Be safe, wear a mask, social distance, and cast your vote. But first, understand why you're voting, how you're voting, and who is voting. Don't let your vote be an autopilot react reactionary vote. Vote woke. Vote up. Vote human. Don't give away the United States of America to those who have violated its principles. Because if you do, you're participating in the violation. You're giving up. You're giving up on the soul of not just the United States, but of this long journey of humans for freedom, harmony, peace, goodness, truth, justice, righteousness. You're not voting for a country separate from other countries. You're voting for humanity. It's time for America to go to the next level. It's time to upgrade our country. Don't give it away because you're disenchanted and rightfully so. So I had no script for this. I literally just flipped on these lights, turned on my mic and hit record here because I want to know that I did everything I could to reach my brothers and sisters who maybe just couldn't think of it in another way. <laughs> to be honest with you, every time I post something on Facebook, it's always something of substance. It's always something for this purpose. It's never about furthering my own personal agenda or my business. It's always about contributing something to try and help people break out of the autopilot mind, to break out of the enslaved grooves of thinking that we're all so darn used to, and to thereby spread the antivirus. COVID, guys, is a, is a, is a metaphor. It's real. It's happening. But it's being out of control is a metaphor for the deeper virus that we're, we've all been oppressed by.
the antivirus in that sense. If it's malware, just like your computer can get malware, we've gotten malware. We've have, we have a human malware of our consciousness that's been there for long enough that even when B Buddha and Jesus and, and our, our most revered wisdom teachers came along, it was already old then. Guys, it's enough is enough of the self-privileging, taking for granted, arrogance that seems to be the default mode of so many human beings. If even in just the laziness of not taking the time to understand the foundations that you stand on, when you make uh, a statement as though it is true, do you understand the ground you're standing on? Do you understand the technology you're partaking in when you speak, when you put together a sentence, when you declare anything at all, anything at all, whether spoken through your lips or held inside. Because if you don't, you're in default mode. You, you can be the sweetest, kindest, wanting everyone to get along person and still participating in the deterioration of the land of the free just by not bothering to step back and see your seeing and mind your minding, aware your awareness. That's the vote. Now go to the ballot box with that awareness and you will actually change what happens all around us. It's a sacred right, guys, the literal vote, the literal walking into to, to whatever voting booth you find nearby you. By not taking that measure, you're voting to give it up. I promise you. To not vote is to be one of the torpedoes aimed at democracy. I guess you could say I'm asking you to get over yourself. Yes, even your hurt feelings. Honor them, embrace them, express them, and go vote. You'll feel better, I promise you. I want to leave you with a song. I hope after this little pep talk, you're feeling jazzed up, you're feeling empowered, feeling excited, and that you're feeling the urgency and the emergency. I'm not being an alarmist, but I am sounding the alarm. We're in a very, very precarious moment right now. Maybe you're not paying attention, which again, I understand. I used to just tune it all out myself, thinking that ignorance is bliss in that sense. No, it's not. You can't, you can't pretend like it's not happening all around you. So in other words, what I'm saying is like it or not, you have a responsibility that is awesome. And in that sense, scary to the extent that we've been in resistance of it. You know, it's almost safer to be small. It's, it's almost safer to feel insignificant. It's safer to feel like a victim. It's scarier to feel powerful, to feel important.
But that's exactly what I, as your equal, as your brother, your fellow human, am asking you to love your path thoroughly to this moment and to take it as an opportunity to vote up, not just for the country, but for your life, for humanity. So I thank you ahead of time. Please enjoy this song and know that I love you. Oh, beautiful For heroes proves And liberating strife Who more than self Oh, 